Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Weisner. With me today is Peggy Doty. Hi, Peggy. Good morning, Bill. So we're going to talk about giant puffballs. And we're not talking about the cat in the house. We're talking about <laughs> something else. So why don't you tell us what a giant puffball is? So a giant puffball. Puffballs are a group of mostly stemless and gillless funguses. A lot of people see a mushroom and they think of a toadstool. It's got the cap and the long stem. And these are ball-like and they sit right on the ground. They are a, a, what we call a saprophyte, which means they're just living off of dead organic matter. They're not harmful. They're not parasitic to a plant. Um, there's nothing to fear. The, um, there, there are many species in the puffball family. I'll admit I don't know them all, but they range in size from like golf ball size clear up to like a softball. But the largest ones that will definitely get a person's attention if they are not aware of puffballs are the giant puffballs. And the scientific name, Calvadia gigantea, is kind of cool because it's Latin for ball dome of the skull. And it does. It looks like a big skull or a big bone, you know, rounded bone um, ball out in the out in the middle of an open space. So it definitely will draw people's attention because it's a real bright and smooth white, completely white color. Neat. How, how big is that then? Did you say skull-sized? Is that? Yeah, the part of the mushroom that you actually see, or any fungus, is the flowering portion. You know, so the actual mushrooms, I need to clarify, are in the soil. They look like threads growing through the topsoil. They're called mycelium. And I don't remember the length, but there was one out in the northwest corner of the U.S. that they measured that went for miles. But when they flower, in this case, the giant puffball comes out. They can grow up to the size of a soccer ball. But the largest one they found, I found this when I was researching, 59 inches. That's almost a five-foot round ball that could appear in your yard. And that's kind of, it is kind of bad that they're so big because kids notice them or people notice them and there's this really insane draw to kick them because Ah. they do look ball like Hmm. and so uh why are we talking about them today are they more common in the fall yeah so we're talking about because this is the time of year i get phone calls i get people saying i just saw the biggest mushroom i've ever seen in my life and you can pretty much be sure it's going to be a giant puffball Um, But the spores can stay in the soil for a really long time. Uh, If the conditions aren't perfect, they don't grow that year. So August and September, sometimes into early October, are the best times to find them. But the key seems to be that first cool to cold rain in the fall, which this time of year it's pretty dry. So no rain, no puffballs, you miss a year. So it is kind of exciting in these drier months if you get a good cool rain to go out looking for them because they grow supposedly within a week or less than two, they can get full size. So it's a very fast eruption of the what we would call the, the flower of the mushroom. And so you say don't kick them, though. No, because it's, you know, it's just not fair. Um, so they're trying to produce a, a bed of spores inside, and they're solid, thick. If you would cut into them, they're just like a completely thick piece of pure white, um, the meat of the mushroom. What happens over time is that middle part is the production of spores, and it becomes this big bowl of spores. And then as it ages, it'll crack on the top, and then it can puff. It literally will puff these spores out into the wind so they can be dispersed. If you kick them before they're fully mature, 
you're losing all those spores because they're no longer vital. Um, if you kick one that's got a crack in it, it will be kind of uh, ominous because the spores go everywhere, including on you, um, which doesn't hurt you, but it's kind of creepy. Hmm. So where do you go to see these things? Forests? Or... I can tell you're smiling when you're asking me these questions. <laughs> you, are, you know, they, they're supposedly in meadows and open lands, but here in the forest where I work, and I asked a couple of friends who are naturalists, they too have found them in forests, not deep, dark forests, but open. So probably the spores are traveling from, from nearby, blowing in the wind. They're very lightweight um, from natural open spaces and landing, you know, somewhere. And you think about a forest, it's full of that dead organic matter. You get a good rain. It's the perfect uh, recipe to grow some nice big giant giant puffballs. So I, I suspect you're going to tell us not to disturb them in terms, are, are they edible or no? And Well, in my world, nothing's edible. It's just not safe to tell anybody because we could all have an allergy to anything. Right. So even if I eat something and say, hey, this is great, and then you would eat it, you could have a sensitivity to it. So I definitely stay away from that. My father used to cook dandelion heads when I was a kid the same way you batter, dip, and fry a mushroom. And I said, why are we eating dandelion heads? He goes, because you'll never die from a poisonous dandelion. Good point, right? You might mm -hmm. not taste great. But they, um, some people consider them uh, something they they would like to eat but on public lands you usually can't collect them so you don't want to collect if it's on on private land you'd want permission but I think some people collect them just to carry them away and look at them and they're not gonna last they're a mushroom they're gonna decay very quickly um, and it's just best to let them do what they're supposed to do which is decompose things and keep our environment on a continuum uh, and and leave them be cool where can we go for more information you can go to uh, the University of Illinois Extension website, web.extension.illinois.edu, and you can type in fungus or mushroom and find lots of archived articles and information on uh, probably even raising your own mushrooms as a food, but it wouldn't be the giant puffballs. No, probably not. <laughs> well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and Peggy Doty.